When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, and welcome to Lockdown Parenting How with... Ruby, can you say... Rob Beckett. Rob Beckett. And Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. There we go. That is Ruby, who is probably, I'd say one and a half. It's my friend's child, so I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> oh, I thought you were guessing from the voice. Oh, no, 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 no. I was guessing from the uh, from the age. Do you know what a good way to guess the age of a kid, right? Um, is when you when you you, know, you see a kid, you think, I can't work out how old that kid is, right? Because some are bigger than others, some are smaller for their age. Is the hair, the length yeah. of the hair, that is the giveaway. Yeah. You see a tiny little one with like hair down to their like the bottom of their back. You're like, that is a tiny kid that's probably about seven. There's a girl at nursery who watched. Is she like three or four? She's got proper hair. She's she's basically got a Rachel. It's a. St- <laughs> They give her a proper haircut. <laughs> no, I don't. I think she's got a natural Rachel. It's like she's wow. Like, <laughs> oh, what a what that girl is just going to be. The people are going to be so jealous of. Imagine just yeah, my hair's naturally a Rachel. <laughs> I mean, you're 25 years too late, but it's still. <laughs> yeah, it'll come back round, will it? It'll they come always back. do. Um, Josh, you're all right. How's it going? Well, I will come to that, but we should say that we're doing a bit of a change of format, aren't we, Rob? Oh yeah, we've had some a number of meetings. We've got in a consultancy team. All that you know, we've been all the bigwigs have been involved, and we've decided to change it up. That's not really true that's either, not, is it? That's not how it works at all, is it? No. Explain what's happened, Josh. Last week we had a bit of problem with the tech on an interview, so it, in the end we had to put the interview out on the Friday and the uh, the one where we just chat on the Tuesday, and uh, turned out that both of them were the record numbers for that day. So it turned we were like, oh yeah, people must prefer it this way. Is that a happy accident? It's like when Warren Buffett bought Coca-Cola and raised the price by a penny and earned loads. Is that right? Because he say sell so many, so they just increase it by a penny on all of it, and then it just he just like increased profits by like hundreds of million. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's exactly like that, except for the hundreds yeah. of millions situation. 
No, no, it sort of just went up a couple of hundred yeah, people. Yeah, a couple of hundred people. But, but that's good, though, isn't it? So now we've realised, and also, if we do the interview with someone on a Friday, it gives us four days of the week to find someone and interview them. Exactly. Exactly, mate. It's good to know at the end of lockdown two, we have just worked out how to do a <laughs> lockdown podcast. It is, isn't it? I mean, do you remember, Rob, when we used to do two interviews a week? What a couple of fucking oh, idiots. Mad, mad bastards. <laughs> Who did we think we were? <laughs> Two people a week. Oh my god! Looking back now, that we could that strong. We should just save them for months and months. Oh, of... What a waste of people! What a waste oh, no. of people! We were young and excited and stuck indoors. We only was allowed out for an hour. <laughs> we had time. Are we going to be called? I've apparently Boris has been announcing it's back to tears. Yeah. Yeah. No more lockdowns. Um, so should we call it like the tear hell? Tear hell. <laughs> okay, it doesn't really work no. as well, does it? I don't know that the whole the whole name thing does feel like. But you know when like a band's like stuck with a bad name that like yeah. that like doesn't work for them anymore. You like Arctic Monkeys don't change their name, do they? I'm sure they. No. Do you know what I mean? In a way, it's a bit of a nostalgia, isn't it? That it's lockdown parenting hell. Or we could call it just LPH. LPH. Should we start calling it LPH? Oh, I don't know. It feels like something a knob would do. Yeah, it does. Hi, guys. LPH. Oh, you LPH fans. Oh, shut up. Just say the name of it. You're trying to prove. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's not do that. But we're here now. We're, we're doing now. it. Rob. And we are we are podcasters. I'd say that's my primary income. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say sole income. No. But I would say it really, at the moment, it's really, you know, smoothing off a few cracks. I'd say the microphone I spent £100 on six months ago is probably the best investment I've ever made, including property. Yeah, and then if you like upgrade from 56k modem, it'll be excellent <laughs> as well. Because the, the technical problem we had, the technical problem, don't try and blind our listenership with jargon. Your internet shit, bottom yeah. line. Yeah, that exactly. is That is the bottom line. You've ordered a cable and it's coming next week. Well, you so- said, Rob... You said yeah. a internet company have been in touch with you because they'd heard on this podcast that your internet was bad. Yeah, I had a phone call from Sky because Sky do my internet, which I must say, and I'm not being paid to say this, their internet is top notch. Well, okay, I don't have a problem. On the other side of the I've coin, Rob, I should be clear, I've got Sky as well. And, oh, have uh, you? Also, yeah. Really? Well, they said they rung up basically and said, oh, hi, Rob, how's your internet? I was like, fine. I felt like it was going to be like a scam or something. Yeah. I was like, fine. And they went, oh, because um, the management have said that they heard on a podcast complaining about your internet. I went, no, that's not me. That's Josh Whittacombe. But anyway, on the phone call, they said I could actually make mine even better. So now I am operating. I, I could run a small business from my out. Like genuinely, I could have 20 people on laptops. I've got so much upload, download. She, she, she Also, I'm not into my internet space, but she was just like, oh, wow. Rob, you are going to get, I just said all these numbers. And I don't know what they mean, but I was like absolutely vibing after the phone call. I've never felt so proud, but I've done nothing. I'm putting the appeal out now. I'm here, Sky. Well, they said ring. They said ring. So ring up Sky. What, me ring them? How, how dare you? They rung you. Well, I, what, what could I say, Josh? They've, I've got, they've got my number. <laughs> but I, work, I do a bit more Sky work than you. I'm part of the firm. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I, I think the, the problem is, obviously, that... Um, they have phoned me, but it hasn't gone through due to the patchy signal that I get inside <laughs> yeah, my house. Yeah, exactly. Well, they'll sort you out, Josh. And I think, uh, you know, there's loads of things they could do for you. Anyway, this isn't a this isn't an internet podcast, though, is it? We no. need to try and get back to some sort of form of parenting. Um, how, how's, how's, how's it going? Because I got had an interesting text from you. Um, I, it was quite early in the morning. Let me try and find... What time uh, was it? <laughs> it was a uh, five... <laughs> 
right? The last thing, we were just talking about, like, I think I'm a celebrity two days before. So there's been no pre-chat. And you just said at 5.33 a.m., getting rid of dummy, worst week of my life. And I, and, and I know you must have been in a world of pain because there's no grammar there. And if anyone knows anything about the stiff neck widow, <laughs> you love grammar. You love grammar in a text. Exactly. Exactly. Perfectly punctuated text. You, you write your text like a will. Nothing is, you know, out of place. Genuinely, I was writing that text like it was a will. Um, but <laughs> What's been happening there? The worst week of your life? I'd say since last Monday evening, this has been the worst week of parenting since those mad early days. Yes, the, the, yeah, the, the sort of when it's just carnage, first few weeks. Yeah, but the thing about the early days is you know you're you're stuck in it and this is it and then you can get out of it. The thing about getting rid of the dummy, so I'm going to give you the whole saga, but essentially what's most galling about it, which you don't have when you have a one-week-old, is you know that there's an out, that you can stop this pain happening at any point. All you need to do is give up on getting rid of the dummy, and you are back on easy street. So... So I'll go back to the start, shall I? Yeah. So so we've been not meaning to do this, but things keep coming up. You know when, like, things are happening and you're like, yeah. oh, we'll just kick that can down the road. I'll be honest, what's quite galling is the week before we got rid of the dummy, we'd reached the stage where she did three wake-ups after 8 a.m. in a row. Okay, yeah, so you're, you're having a good sleep life at the moment. The, the, which was point. unprecedented. Unprecedented. Oh, yeah. And we were like, this is, this is, all we'll do Nip the dummy out now, probably 48 hours of a, a bit of issues, and then we'll go back to the 8 a.m. So I'll take you through yeah. my week. Go, go on. <laughs> also, I'm so excited that you've not actually told me what's happened yet, and you've used the word galling twice. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd obviously bigged up that the dummy fairy was coming, which we've been Classic. doing for a couple of months. That's yeah. been there. What do you want from the dummy fairy? She wanted a Elsa and a Moana dolls. Fine. I order them. Uh, she then also requests a tiger from the tiger who came to tea. Okay. Do you know what? Fuck it. I don't really get I'm willing to <laughs> throw money at the situation. Went for, went went for the, the treble. Uh, one day before the dummy fairy comes, box arrives for me. My wife opens it in front of our daughter who sees the tiger oh there. Oh, my God. Oh, my no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Off to an absolute flyer. <laughs> So, so, so it's Rose's fault. So yeah, far. well, Rose plays the idea that um, the dummy fairy sent that ahead to say that she's coming. Oh, it's getting too complicated. It's like a Game of Thrones. It's like there's so many, <laughs> there's so many plot twists. So now there's a dummy fairy coming at some point, but they've already sent something ahead. She sent the tiger ahead, but in, not in exchange of any dummies. No, just as a kind yeah. of uh, sweet, yeah, yeah, like a sweet, like a starter. <laughs> Just to wet the whistle, yeah? And also, for the people that aren't aware what the dummy fairy is, dummy fairy is when you tell your child that, oh, you need to, the dummy fairy's coming, so she's going to take all of your dummies and leave you a present, like the tooth fairy. So what you do is you put all your dummies in a box and leave it at the front door or at the bottom of your bed, and then in yeah. the morning is the present, and that's the way to... Exactly. Sort of, yeah, okay. Night one, dummies left out. Bottom of the stairs, dummies left out. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm lying. It's all right, it's fine. Uh, struggles... Struggles to get to sleep. Yeah. Fair enough. Classic. Yeah, that's fair. We're like, oh, we've also made the decision. You know, whatever we can do in this situation for a few days to get her to get to sleep, fine. So we'll break some of our cardinal rules. Oh. So Rose sits in 
on the chair in her room, which we know messes up her sleep, but fine. Yeah, if that's it's what a trade-off for a couple of nights. Yeah, it's a trade-off. Yeah, that's fair. We, I'm with we you. know we can get rid of that. Yeah. We've, we've got rid of that before on numerous occasions after she's been ill and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. that's a classic one that you can slowly, you can just get further away from the door. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, 2.30 she wakes up. She gets back to sleep at four. <gasps> hour and a half? What, just crying for the dummy for an hour and a half? Uh, no, just placidly awake, really, which is actually more galling. Oh, oh. <laughs> again. Well, get ready for galling, Rob. She gets to sleep at four. Yeah. The stress of the situation means I failed to get back to sleep. So I'm up since half two. <laughs> yeah. And have you been doing shifts with Rose or is it just you from half two and Rose is sleeping? No, no, Rose Rose is in there to get her back to sleep. And that I've just lie, lay in the bed <laughs> wide awake. So you've not actually been... I've not achieved anything except... <laughs> so Rose has done it all, but you've just been in bed awake listening to her getting her to sleep. Well, no, I, I went in for the most part. Yeah. And then once I was like sent back to bed, because yeah. there's no point both of us being tired, I then just lie there oh, in a kind of tense word. adrenaline. <laughs> Till at 6am, I just think I would just get up and do some work because yeah. there's no point in me. No, 5am, I think, or half five or whatever. Anyway, she wakes up. Obviously, I'm absolutely broken. Corporate that night, so that's ideal to do on two and a half hours sleep. So a corporate would be you doing a Zoom comedy set to a company for their yeah, Christmas Yeah, I was party. doing it from a kind of TV studio uh, oh. near Heathrow. Oh, lovely. Where all yeah. the best showbiz happens. That was It was actually quite pleasant because it got me out of the house for the second night of the dump. So <laughs> I'd say at this point, spirits were quite low. Yeah. I'd say I haven't seen Rose's spirits that low since, uh, you know that bit, about four weeks after giving birth when all of the hormones drain out of their body and they feel basically yeah. depressed for a week. Yeah, because they have that sort of, the, the body releases that sort of like, it's all going to be okay hormone and then that yeah. rapidly disappears a few weeks in. Yeah. It? yeah. Well, it was a nice nostalgia trip in that sense. Okay. So that was Rose's bad day and I pushed through. Later in the week, the boot was on the other foot. Day two, yep. much more positive. Oh. Rose had to sit in again for her to go to sleep. She woke up half five. Couldn't believe my absolute luck. I thought we've broken the back of this. Yeah, she just get. I woke up a bit early, but it was slowly. Yeah, she slept through the yeah. night. Day three, and she's had a present from the dummy fairy after the first night. Yeah, but she has negotiated another one that's coming later in the week because our friend did say just keep throwing shit at them to get you through this. All oh, right, okay. So, I would um, say though that seems like it wasn't the greatest advice if we're a week in and she's still. I'll be honest with you. Ever since uh, Rose read on Mum's um, net that this could last four months. <laughs> And then, so he's had to Teddy before dummies are gone. Dummies are gone. Yeah. Elsa and Moana. Elsa and Moana. And then, then now another one that's coming that she wants because of the dummies. Elsa, by the way, who's got a arm that you move and she sings a song from Frozen 2. Yeah. Last night, uh, she took Elsa to bed, fell asleep on her, and she sung that song for an hour because the arm was in the correct position. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's neither here nor there. A couple of good nights, not too bad, 5.30, and then a... 2 a.m. middle of the night, wake up, but goes back to sleep to 6.30 a.m. think we're on to it here. Yeah. Thursday night, <laughs> absolute carnage again. <laughs> what happened? Thursday night. So um, I can't, I'm trying to piece it all together like somebody who's just come back from NARM. <laughs> Thursday night. Well, you, you text, what did you text me? You text me. No, 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 that was, that was, that was um, Sunday morning. Sunday, Sunday morning, morning was the lowest. <laughs> Thursday night, uh, 2 a.m. backstroke, fine. Uh, 
but enough about my swimming. No, actually, I am going for a backstroke. No, no stroke, just backstroke. No, no stroke, you, just backstroke. You stroke her back at 2 a.m. She, you, so she went. She went because she needed to get back to sleep. Fair that enough. worked. Yeah. 4 a.m. wake up. Oh, for the day? Uh, go, no, go in there. She gets back to sleep. Once again, I fail to get back to sleep. Josh, I think I think you need a dummy. I genuinely, I've been sleeping worse. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You could be the dummy fairy, just suck on them <laughs> to get back to sleep. Try it, because you're obviously struggling to get to sleep. Honestly, I genuinely, I'm just so tense going to sleep. It's like, a, it's because you're so nervous. It's like, you know, you're waiting for some kind of test results, but trying to get to sleep. Yeah. Do you know what also, I mean? Also, what I find, you can't enjoy your evening because you're going, oh, that's good. She's asleep now. And then you think, oh, she watched a bit more telly. She watched that. Oh, it's only midnight. We can go to sleep at midnight. And then in the back of your head goes, well, what if she wakes up at two yeah, for yeah, the day? Exactly. You don't know what you're going to bed for. That's the problem. You need that <laughs> consistency. Like, you don't know what awaits. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> So Thursday night, right off. Then Friday night, last leg. I so I have only get back at half twelve. I think this is a disaster. Yeah, she somehow sleeps through till six thirty. Oh, that's good. And we think we've absolutely got this sorted. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Thursday, that was the worst thing that happened on Thursday. She woke up at four a.m. and she wasn't like crying. And because we'd been like encouraging her with, you know. Well, you know, you're doing so well. You're a big girl, all this kind of stuff. And she's obsessed with being a big girl because yeah. she has, you know, with uh, getting rid of the nappies and stuff. And she hates it if she's not called a big girl. So we were like, this is the right thing to do to encourage. And then at 4 a.m., we were like, so asking, we were like, so why have you woken up? Are you? And she was like, I can't tell you. And we realized we'd been putting such pressure on her to that she was doing so well that she was afraid of articulating, like, that she didn't like the dum- not having her dummy and she oh, was really struggling with it. Because she won't be a big girl then, so she'd be Yeah, so that was, like, absolutely heartbreaking. We weren't open to the emotion that she was going through of the loss. It's like if someone went through a loss and you were just telling them, you're dealing with this really well. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Go, you're a big yeah. girl, you're grown up. Don't you, you don't need yeah. to cry. Don't worry about that. I don't feel anything anymore. I'm such a big boy. <laughs> So we had to have a bit of a change of tack on that one. Yeah. So Friday, she slept through till 6.30. Saturday, I was basically walking on air, Rob. I felt amazing. And Saturday night, she woke up at 4.20. Couldn't get back to sleep. So when I texted you at 5.30, I'd been up an hour and 10 minutes. Oh, no. 4.20 is so early. Well, you've basically had the week of like new par- like newborn baby parents. Yeah. So last night was great. She slept from... 7 till 6.15. Oh, that's good. God knows what tonight awaits. But at no point has she had the dummy. So it will will slowly just calm down. It will slowly calm down. But you've just had no no sleep for a week. No. And like even like last night when she slept to 6.15, I was in bed nervous until quarter past 12. Like I was lying in bed like like I had an exam the next day kind of feeling. I think she's all right. I I do think, I think it might be worth a dummy for you just for a bit. <laughs> Shall I try it? We'll just see if it helps because kids seem to love it. What are your thoughts on my week? I mean, I think it's um, I I'll be honest. I thought it would be easier, but now now we're in. We're in. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I know what you mean. This I, is it. Yeah, you can't back out now, or it all starts again. But the good thing is, you've not given in and like panicked and gave her the dummy, have you, at all this week? No. And I'll be honest with you. What's really good about this podcast is, however bad it's going. Yeah. It's really good to think, oh, this is some good content for the podcast. Well, that's what the thing is. You're, you're up all night waiting, thinking about the content rather than uh, getting some sleep. 
I was ready to record at half four in the morning on Sunday morning, Rob. Where were you? I mean, as well, it does show you like, like what kind of mental state you're in because no one texts anyone at 5.30am <laughs> unless there's been like something like that awful's happened. No, you're right. Uh, and you'd been up an hour. You, I think it's, you've probably got in your head, it's probably fine to text now. Well, I've been awake, eight. I'm on my third coffee. There is a dad, like there's a few dads who are, um, I know that uh, friends are from various walks of life. And one of them, his daughter, is always been a good sleeper. Like she sleeps till gone eight. And she's always just been a good sleeper. And he's one of those people that, simply believes that him and his wife are just just really chilled out people and that's if, if that's why that's why and i just couldn't bear to put it on that group you want a group where people are like yeah and it's not your fault but i got you he wouldn't say it but you'd know he was thinking it yeah as soon as you saw the red report there's no there's no judgment from me josh i just think you know kids like some people just get good sleepers what can you do and also if anything if your kid gets up gone eight every day they'll probably be a loser in life get up and go where's your get up and go i, I didn't you know say I mean? it but i'm crossing my fingers also i'm saying is now you know my oldest is in school the school you, you can take them to school between like five past eight and 25 past eight do you know what i mean imagine your kid waking up at 10 past eight and then you've got to get you're gonna have to set an alarm for your kid exactly mate 420 that's the place to be what you want is to be waking up at 4.20, you have a couple of coffees, and then you can text your mate at R5, and the day's begun. I texted Ellis. They've had some good progress, though, which was a bit galling as well. There's another galling. How's your week been, Rob? Well, I mean, it's been dramatically different, to yeah. be honest with you, Josh. Um, uh, I got an early Christmas present. Oh, yeah? Which was a PlayStation 5. What? Lou, absolute legend that she is... Managed to get a PlayStation 5 off the John Lewis website, no right? Way. I don't know how, what kind of magic she did. But she got me one, and I was supposed to be having it at Christmas. Like, I wanted one for Christmas. But I've just started playing it because of lockdown. I just thought, Joe, you know what? Screw you, 2020. It's not going to be a normal Christmas. Oh I'm God. playing my PlayStation now. And, I, and I've been playing Spider-Man on my PlayStation. And, Josh, I think I can say this to you now and our listeners, that I got emotional playing Spider-Man. Because of the game or because you just couldn't believe you were playing Spider-Man? Well, one, I was like, oh, my God, I've got the new console on launch day, which is just, you know, we ne- I never had that as a kid. And secondly, I've been so, you know, wanting to go on holiday and the graphics are so good. I felt like I was actually in New York. <laughs> and I was just swinging along, doing my little web slings, just like, I'm in New York. I felt like I was in New York, Josh. Where did you go? I went to Times Square. <laughs> I went. I went up the the, uh, the Empire State Building. Yeah. I tried to find the hotel I stayed at when I went last time, <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to get on the Statue of Liberty, but I've not unlocked that bit of the map yet. I, I, at one point, I just landed on a taxi and just went round for a bit, <laughs> um, and it was great. I just felt so alive. And what part of your day is this happening in, Rob? Um, when did? Well, to be fair, I got the. <laughs> I got this PlayStation. Um, we managed to get it on like launch day and then I could pick it up Friday afternoon. And the first time I got to play it was about 10 minutes before this podcast on that we are recording Monday at 4pm. Oh. oh, wow. Because of children ruining my life and work. But I tell you what, what a 20 minutes I had in New York. <laughs> Just felt so alive. Just enjoying a taxi ride around the Big Apple. I'm very oh, pleased for you. Yeah, so I've, we've had very different weeks. Does that mean you don't... Is that like when you get a joint birthday and Christmas present and then you, you actually regret it when it comes to Christmas? 
No, I won't because I'll just have to like play with my kids, won't I? Yeah. Do you know what I mean, I can't go, oh, Christmas, and then I just go and sit on a PlayStation all day, which is what I want to do. Of course. But I can't, can I? No. Oh, another big thing that happened this week. We uh, put the potty in the bin. What? No more potty. No more potty. Nappies are gone. Yeah. Potties are gone because we've got the stool and the little seat that you put on the big seat yeah. so they don't fall in. Yeah. That, that's actually, do you know what? Well, why am I saying that? I was like, oh, you do what? We could probably just, because she's into that. So I don't know why we need the potty, but I'm not going to lie to you. The last thing I need to do is implement another getting rid of. <laughs> yeah, at the moment, I'd stick with the potty and just work on the dummies. Yep. I've got an issue, though, you can help me with, Josh. Yeah. So once, they forget, they remember everything, kids, don't they? Once um, I was up in the attic, like in the loft, um, putting stuff away, and the five-year-old went, like, well, four-year-old, nearly five, five next month, said, uh, Daddy, can I go in the in the loft? When she said this to me when she was about, like, two, I went, yeah, you can, but not yet, you're too little. She went, when? I went, oh, when you're five. Because... It was a throwaway comment. Yeah, yeah. And I just assumed five, you know, five, when they're two, five seems so long away, didn't it? Right. Um, but I was in the loft the other day. She went, can I go in there? I went, no, you can't. Not to your older. She went, yeah, not till I'm five. No way. And I was like, whoa. That so, is amazing. So I wow. think when she, for her birthday, I might just take her in the loft for a bit. There's <laughs> loads of insulation. It's really hot. Enjoy. <laughs> um, I've had a, a, a trouser development. Oh, go on. Yeah. So it's not, I haven't bought a pair of tracksuit trousers, but no. I have made a decision, Rob, um, which I think is a, a good parenting tip. Yeah, go on. I've basically selected one pair of jeans as my parenting jeans. Okay, go on. Because what I was finding was every time we'd go out, I'd get muddy. Yeah. So now I've just got a pair of jeans that I'm not going to wash all winter because otherwise you're just washing the new pair of jeans every time. So basically, whenever we go to the park, I'm just putting on the same pair of jeans. And the same pair of old Converse that are, I'm not going to lie, exactly how your parents imagine I would wear them on TV, but they're much worse. Yeah. <laughs> and I just wear them every time we go out now, Rob. And it's it's so liberating. I'm never concerned about mud ever again. Yeah, because you've got your little uniform. I'd call them, that's your park outfit. They're not your parenting outfit. Yeah. But I, I know what you mean, though. You put on the nice outfit and the kids will just ruin it immediately. So you might as well dress messy. Exactly. Exactly. But I'll be honest oh, with but you. Get, get a tracksuit, Josh. Get a little park tracksuit and you'll... I'm not wearing a tracksuit to the park. Why not? Where else would you wear one? Somewhere else around the house. I bumped into Ellie Taylor at the park yesterday. What if she saw me in a tracksuit? She said, interestingly, that the last time she was at that park, uh, she'd seen two people discussing whether it was the slide mentioned on our podcast. (laughs) Wow. Have we made the slide famous? We've made the slide famous. They're considering putting up a plaque. (laughs) You've got to get a tracksuit. I don't know what. Why would? What's wrong with people seeing you in a tracksuit? Well, no, I just. Uh, I do the school run in a tracksuit. Yeah, I know, Rob. Would you ever do the school run in a tracksuit? No, I just. I've got a bit more self-respect. I put on my muddy jeans like the rest of them. <laughs> oh dear. Well, anyway, I think you just got to get a tracksuit. You're just trying to hang out until someone sends us a free tracksuit. I'm not trying to hang out. I just, you know, I don't want to look like I'm. I don't know, like Arge traveling on a plane. <laughs> do you not wear a tracksuit on a plane? No, I haven't got you one. Wear on, a, on, a on a long haul plane, what do you wear? My, my flying jeans. No, I just like. <laughs> You're a, you got to get comfy, mate. You're too uptight. I wonder you're laying in bed fully awake, jeans on. <laughs> stiff no, neck, stiff issue. trousers. <laughs> stiff neck, stiff trousers. Get a bit of soft trouser in your life, mate. That's a game changer. Do you want some yeah. emails? Yes, please, Josh. Uh, now, I haven't, for obvious reasons, I haven't had uh, much chance to look at them, even though I haven't slept. 
Um, there's a lot of stuff on bad school trips. Oh, okay, go on. Should we, should we just try this one? If you think a school trip to B&Q, this is from Beck. If you think, not the musician. If you think <laughs> a trip, I presume. That's uh, probably one of the best international male at the Brits for about 20 years yeah. in a row. And best British female, Annie Lennox, again. <laughs> right. Hi, Robin Josh. Loving the podcast. If you think a school trip to B&Q was low budget, when I was at school, we went on a trip to the local Morrison's car wash. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine a class of children walking up to Morrison's, standing in a group next to the car wash in silence, waiting until a car went through, and then walking back to the school. <laughs> that is that is a low moment. I can't imagine what the guy going through the car wash must have been thinking, having around 30 kids in school uniforms staring at him. To, to this day, I've got no clue why any of this was for. I mean, what, what are you learning about there? At least with B&Q, there was an element of learning about retail, but, but car wash, there's, there's no learning at all. <laughs> there's someone here, Phil, this is kicking off, Rob. Philippa, has got, she's got taken to Tesco's on a school trip. <laughs> to do the teacher's weekly shop. Um <laughs> Well, I've got this. I've got this one here from Emma. Said hi, Rob and Josh. Loving the podcast, and it's definitely helped me feel better about my own lockdown and general parenting fails. On the subject of children who pronounce words incorrectly, you know, kids sometimes get the first letters of two words the wrong way yeah. around. For example, they might say park instead of car park. Well, my friend's little boy, instead of saying popcorn, used to say cockporn. <laughs> Made going to the cinema <laughs> a very funny experience as he used to continually shout it out in excitement. Cockpawn! Mummy, I want cockpawn! <laughs> it's very expensive at the cinema, cockpawn, isn't it? I prefer to bring it in from the supermarket in my bag. I think, I'd argue that most porn has cock in it. Do you know what I mean? It's quite like, that's one of the most dominant parts of porn, isn't it? It is. It's, when you say, it's certainly, it's, it's a classic of the, of the sort. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and even if there's not a cock in it, there's normally a fake one, isn't there? Yes. Would you say? Yes. Was this, have I said too I, much about I'd uh, say, Rob, that you're probably outside of what the podcast was set up to cover. But then, you know, mm. I think I think you deserve but, you know, that after we've done 25... Radio 4. No, you couldn't say that on Radio 4. And after we've done 25 minutes on dummies, I really do think we've really... We've scratched that parenting bug. Oh, yeah, we've done the parenting stuff. We just do stuff about... We just have a quick chat about observations from uh, pornography. There you Seems go. Seems fair, doesn't it? It does seem fair. Um, right, I've got a question here from Michael Winehouse. Yeah. Um, sorry, not a question, a uh, bit of correspondence. Oscar, five, really stumped me this week, and I didn't have an answer for him. Only October, but her... Oh, my God, I'm so tired. Sorry, lads. Hi, gents. Oscar, five, really stumped me this week, and I didn't have an answer for him. I know it's only November, but he's already starting to talk about Christmas. He was tucked up, ready to go to sleep, and asked me, how does Santa become Santa? I did what all smart people do at this time when we don't have an answer and said, it's late. Ask me tomorrow. Thankfully, he didn't. But then a couple of days later, he remembered and asked me again out of the blue. During those few days, my wife and I discussed how we'd answer. But all of that went out the window and I came out with, it's magic. And he was just chosen once upon a time. And then when he gets old, his son becomes Santa and so on and so on. And he did exactly what my wife said he would and replied, so that means that lots of Santas have died. Oh, my God. He then became upset. Oh, my word. Oh, what my a disaster. God. Now my son thinks Santa dies regularly and wanted to know when this Santa will die because he's really <laughs> old. I messed up. Michael Winehouse. Oh, can't you just say they retire? And they're retire? I mean, it's too late now. Do you remember finding out? Well, I, I found out because I, one year my mum walked past us, sat in the front room with a bag of presents and went, if you ain't going to go to bed, I'll just put them out now. 
<laughs> How old were you at that point, Rob? 10 or 11 or so. But I watched Sopranos at 11, didn't I? Yeah, it was a big year for you, wasn't it? You went from believing in Santa to watching The Sopranos. Exactly, yeah. So I, yeah, was a, I think I experienced a lot quite young, looking back. <laughs> yeah, there was an innocence to growing up in Devon that there wasn't to growing up in um, South East London, I suppose. Um, Josh, I've got something that may be of interest to you here. Yeah. Um, I've just listened to the Doc Brown uh, Ben episode and loved it. But my reason to message is to let Josh know about a program on Netflix called Beat Bugs, which I think the entire soundtrack is comprised of Beatles songs. Oh, there we go. I don't think I've watched an entire episode, so therefore I can't offer a full critique. But what I have seen it's pretty painful. However, now we can play the Beatles with free abandon in our house. Oh, so I there you think go. She's discovered them. Game changer. There we go. I'll give it a try. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll pop it on at 4.28 tomorrow morning. <laughs> right. Um, do you want a, another message off Instagram? Yes. This one. I mean, I can't remember this, this story, but I've got this. This one's from uh, Lynn uh, <laughs> Abbott, right? And it was, uh, hi, guys. Um, I had to share this after hearing you talk about the listener whose daughter's dinosaur had noshed off her dad's penis in the uh, shower. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. I don't remember this story. Alva forgot that story. It sounds horrific. Was it like a toy dinosaur? I can't and remember. And it was like eating. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. A, a mum friend of mine co-parents with her baby's dad, who is gay. They are both art. They met through a website that partners up same-sex couples right. who want to have kids. Yeah. Side note. She side is note work. in an email. Side note. This is side note in an email, yeah? So a mum friend of mine co-parents with her baby's dad, who is gay. They both are met through a website that partners up same-sex couples. So they're not a couple, but they want kids together, and they're co-parenting, right? She inseminated herself with a cowpole syringe full of his gubbins. What? And fell pregnant first time. Having... Cowpole syringe? Yeah, the old Gubbins. cowpole syringe. Having recently been through two rounds of failed IVF myself, I found this an amazing example of homemade science. It's fine. It's, it's a great, I mean, you know, I don't think we can endorse this, but if you're a bit strapped for cash, pop it in a cowpole syringe and hope for the best. Anyway. Wow. I, I've got a lot of questions about that. When did he put it in the syringe? Were they both in the same house? Why anyway. have you got cowpole if you haven't got a kid? Anyway, that's not even the story. What? Here we go. This is not, that's not, that, that's the just, cowpole that, syringe is just a side, as you say, a side note. I saw it was literally put, it's been in, that's the most, that's the most like sort of engaging bit of information I've ever seen in brackets. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That yeah. doesn't, that feels like it's a shame it's in a bracket. The sentence it? in its own right. Yeah, but um, yeah, well, you know, it's, we've worked out how people um, can do that, but you can also go down the IVF way, I imagine. Anyway, that's not even the story. My mum friend plays a common game with her two-year-old where she says she's going to eat him, i.e. mummy's going to eat your toes, mummy's going to eat your nose, when one day her two-year-old replies, eat my willy, mummy. <laughs> okay, so you're in a predicament there, aren't you? He just thinks it's a game. My friend swiftly stops the game, terrified that her son is going to start repeating the tale at nursery or to someone else at some point, and that she'll go into that she'll get into hot water with a. I don't think eating a child's willy is hot water with social services. I'd argue that's straight to the crown court. Yes. Oh, you got into a bit of hot water the other day. <laughs> um, only ate a two-year-old's cock. It's gone mad, isn't it? PC's gone mad these days. Can't do anything. Anyway, so my friend swiftly stopped the game. However, upon explaining that mummy won't be eating Sam's willy anytime soon, her son replies, but Simon eats my willy all the time. Simon is her son's father's boyfriend. She's 100% certain that he absolutely does not partake in eating her son's willy ever, but now is terrified that daddy's boyfriend eats my willy is going to get mentioned at nursery sometime and they'll be called in for a serious talk. Oh, that's... Anyway... 
Keep up the good work. I've got a two-year-old lunatic myself listening to your podcast during lockdown whilst trying to work full-time and deal with all the IVF woes that we've had in order to try and have another one. Maybe we're the lunatics, but it really brightened up my days. Lots of love. Lil? Thank Lil. you very much, Lynette. Lynette, Lil. Lil. I never knew. I thought I'd go Lynn for Lynette, wouldn't you? Yeah. Lil. Anyway, Lil. Thanks, Lil. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to say that bit. Anyway... Enjoy the podcast after what has been an astonishing email with so many oh, twists and turns. It's anyway, I, that's the story. I'm not sure whether uh, that's of interest to any of you, but uh, enjoy the podcast. Side note. Um, side note. Side note. He's the cowpaw syringe. Side note. My uh, granddad's Adolf Hitler. Right, in brackets. Hello. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't side note that. Well, you know, if you've got any good side notes, this is where what? to send them. Send us your side Can you set right? This is the way we're going to do it now. If you've got something that's really like interesting and different, pop it in a pop it as a side note. But then the start of the message needs to be something really mundane and boring. Hi guys, just been listening and uh, I uh, hoovered the front room earlier. Side note: <laughs> I've just had five children. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. We'll be back on Friday. See you then. Bye. 